It is party time. It is Monday. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. We're in the Mothership, which is Studio 22. You know we are bringing it to you, of course. The puppet master, Mark, has kicked it out. He's, he's gone. I was going to say he kicked the bucket, but that caused too much controversy. My favorite person in the world, Kayla, is at the helm, driving us into the nether regions of all things insanity. And, of course, Super Chris Cruz and Let's Love Brandon at the helm. Ah, it's going to be a big day. I had a great weekend. Let me tell you, I sweated so much. <laughs> it's a thousand degrees in texas but i went up to oklahoma thinking i would get a reprieve nope it was hotter up there and it rained all week long and so we had an outdoor music festival we did troy aikman's uh, highway to henrietta uh a lot of our good friends were there including uh blake shelton who headlined and uh his new wife he made the announcement on the stage i don't know that anybody really knew that they've gotten married gwen stefani she came out for a few songs as well but we had a good time raising money for the for uh people in henrietta it was a good good cause and uh, so we had a good time i'm gonna be in shawnee oklahoma we're headed back up to oklahoma this friday night the ritz theater go to watch chad.com's where all the fun stuff is come hang out with us gonna bring some special friends you don't want to miss it and uh we're gonna have a good time in shawnee richest cowboy in texas i can i can go out way out on the limb and say that is not a true statement that is 100 not a true statement um not even close but um we're having fun chris let me tell you something we took the tour bus up there our normal tour bus was in the shop so we took willie nelson's old tour bus which is a 1986 eagle we have a prevost so we, we were taking the eagle uh, a lot of artists have signed the wall in there. It was cool, a lot of history. It did not smell like weed. Like like I expected I expected like if a if a if a drug dog got on that bus just, that it wouldn't know what to do, it would just sit down and whimper, right? <laughs> just have to stay right there. But it, it was completely uh completely clean. We had a blast, but thank God for that bus and the air conditioning because it was hot. Hot, hot, hot. And uh, we played for Troy Aikman's private party the night before. Uh, for his good friends, and then Saturday started at noon, went till eleven o'clock at night. Uh, it went later, but we won't talk about that. Uh, but good times, good times, good times, and uh, a whole lot more to come as we get into the summer months. I want to welcome to the show today a good friend of mine. He is uh, one of the very few people that I trust as an elected official in Austin, Texas. State Representative Brian Slayton, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Chad. Dude, I'm glad you're here. Um, there's so many things I would love to talk to you about, but let's get to the nuts and bolts of um, this this stuff going on in Texas that I'm starting to see a trend. For instance, I was you know I was with Troy Aikman, who's a friend, and Troy, you know, every now and then Troy, you know, Troy's not a political guy, but occasionally these guys that are celebrities they find themselves embroiled in in some uh controversy mm-hmm. and they, they don't know they're kind of oblivious to it right and I, and people saw that i was with Troy, and they were like well there's a drag show at his restaurant on yep. sunday and i go you gotta be kidding me you gotta be kidding me now troy has a say and i said well i'm gonna go talk to troy about it and i did and i said well the uh thing about it i said you know troy his name's on it it's corporately owned and run kind of like jimmy buffett is to margaritaville right and uh, I said, now, the one thing I said, it said that this drag show is 21 and up. Now, on the flyer, I mm-hmm. pulled the flyer up. I looked it up. And it says 21 and up. 
but it was sponsored by Disney. Mm-hmm. Sponsored by Disney. And I said, so Sarah Gonzalez, Alex Stein, uh, Jakub Bullions sent some folks over to it yesterday. And they said, and I said, I want to know if there's kids there. Mm-hmm. I want to know if there's kids there. And they said they, were, they didn't see any kids there. So, again, we're seeing this trend blossom out because somebody else down in the uh, Montgomery County area sent me a flyer yesterday of a drag show for all ages. And then, of course, we saw what happened at the Mr. Mr. Place in and, Dallas. And Sulphur Springs, Texas. Sulphur Springs. I haven't heard about that one. Yeah. The, I don't think so. Yeah, there's a, a restaurant. Uh, the word now is they were just looking to help boost business, mm. and they thought it'd be good. And they've apparently got a lot of backlash, and they've made it very clear. I believe you have to be 23 and older to get in. People 21 and older have to have somebody older than 23 to be with them i don't know how they it's came like renting up with a car yeah i don't i don't know what all they did but they have not backed off on the drag brunch but they have definitely put up clear boundaries there will be no children mm-hmm. and no one even 21 can be there without someone older than 23 yeah um but that's in sulfur springs texas this isn't everything happening in austin or wherever right. It's everywhere. This this is the this, this has got to be the proudest Pride Month I've ever seen. I mean, it is in your face as hard as can be, especially on that corporate level. So, well, well, twenty years ago, right uh, back when I was a youth and family minister, and this issue came up, we didn't call it the LGBTQ movement back then, but it was, hey, well, you know, it's just what's happening behind uh, two people behind closed doors, two consenting adults. They don't want to get in your business. They right. want to do anything. They just want to be left alone. And a lot of us knew. Uh, I mean, I had friends that were homosexual. I I knew there were people in that that they want it normalized. I mean, you've yeah. got NAMBLA, North American Manboy Love Association. Yeah. They wanted to make that normalized. And there's some that didn't, but there's some that did. They wanted everybody to just accept it. And that's where we're at right now. And even to where on the Texas House floor during the third special session last you know, September, October, the Democrats were trying to demand that us Republicans don't use the words male and female. Mm. We had to use cis male and cis female. Come on. That's in Texas and Republican controlled state. And that's what they were trying to force on us, trying to guilt trip us. And I bet there were some Republicans that didn't get on the mic and caved to them, but I, I refused. Yeah. I said, the Bible says male and female. I'm done. Good. And that's why I say, as I said in the intro, I want to remind everybody, Brian's a state rep, and I, I you're one of the few. You're one of the few that I believe in and trust. Um, and when I say that, I mean on less than the fingers on one hand <laughs> down there. Uh, and people say, oh, Texas is so great. It's a conservative state, all these things. No, it's big government. It's problematic. Hey, we're living on a reputation. Living on a reputation. That is a great way to put that. And when you look at these drag shows and i did i warned some people yesterday who sent me some messages because they were going to protest i said do not get engaged with the protesters out there who are calling everybody a pedo and a groomer that's walking towards the Mm -hmm. building right because i've seen that they're doing a lot of that And i'm like you are not helping the cause i mean these are adults doing these things that's one thing you don't have to like it you don't have to approve of it but again that's the message has been we're, we're fighting for kids. Mm-hmm. You're doing something specific about that. You're introducing some legislation there in a bill. What's that about? Well, we don't know exactly what it's going to look like. We've got three or four different options right now we're trying to put in place because, you know, you in Texas, you can't have a woman dance around in her underwear uh, and yeah. kids putting dollar bills in her underwear and, and that be okay in Texas. Um 
And but for some reason with drag, it, it apparently is a loophole, gray area, or something. Let's say it's a gray area where law enforcement isn't acting on it. We need to do something to stop this. And in what I've told people, let's not let, let's just say all all the drag or none of the drag are you know pedophiles or anything. Mm. But what we've got to acknowledge is with human trafficking, a large chunk of human trafficking involves people, adults, wanting to have sex with minors. Okay. Then, of course, we got pedophilia. We got NAMBLA. Well, then go over here to drag. Let's pretend all those are separate how they, and how they treat children. But with drag, what it does, it takes a child and it teaches that child that it's okay to have a grown adult dance, act inappropriate with mm-hmm. them, be in their underwear, ask them to touch them, put things in their underwear. It's, it's lowering that innocence and that guard that children need to have, that innocence, to where if something's wrong, they go tell mom and dad. <coughs> but that, yeah. that idea, it, it, that's where it's wrong. It's teaching the kids, and, and you want to call it grooming. Uh, and I understand maybe not yelling at the vet may not be the best thing, but it's still teaching these kids that this is sure. okay, and it's not okay. And um, like I say, everyone agrees it's wrong if an adult woman was to dance in her underwear and be with kids. Yeah. And why they think adult men in women's underwear is okay, I don't understand. Well, I, I made a tweet about it. A lot of people push back. I, I can't believe anybody pushes back on this type of <laughs> logic when I say if I were to take a child into a, a strip club, mm-hmm. um, it, 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 they, protective services would remove that child from my care, right? Uh, but we're going to do stuff like oh. this and try to, and find all these ways to try to justify it's it. It's insane. I've been telling people, so to the gender modification of children, right? Imagine going to any city. I don't care. Pick the city and try to do a bike ride for children. Mm. And it's called the good old days bike ride. And you go apply for an application. And when you give them the details of this bike race, the kids aren't going to wear helmets, elbow pads, or knee pads. City going to give us the permit? Mm. Oh, no way. Yeah. No way. But then you start talking about changing their gender, getting them around drag queens and all this. For some reason, that is perfectly fine and okay. It, it's, it shows you how uh, just uh, how far our society's gone. Well, and you look at ways that, you know, I mentioned a strip club. What do they call them now? Gentlemen's clubs, right? It's no gentleman in there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's not a club for gentlemen. That's not what that's about. Um, but you have to, again, you launder it in such a way that it makes it palatable to the general society and culture. It's wrong. Um, you, that's, again, you're calling evil good, uh, and you're normalizing this, and you're, you're peddling it out there. And this has become a watershed issue for me. I know that... Um, you know, I've hired some people to do some research and writing for me on the end on because like our overtime, we're really focusing on uh, these issues, specifically this one on the, when we put our show out on Friday. Uh, Sarah Fields has been doing a lot of um, research for me. And this Friday, we're going to talk specifically and statistically about what this type of influence does to a child mm-hmm. when they are hypersexualized or when they're sexualized at all. Because, again, we talk about hypersexualizing society or people. I hear people say, well, hypersexualizing children. No, no. Any sexualizing of a child is hypersexualizing. No, it's totally inappropriate. I even got some somebody sent me an article. Um, one of the guys that was dancing at that Mr. Mister has a rap sheet. And one mm. of those things is prostitution. Mm. And and just they're they're defending him being around the children yeah right and, and and telling those children he's a good example and of course 
they're not advertising bring your you know it's family friendly We're, let me bring your own people with a criminal record yeah and you know that that's not what they're doing and here's the other funny thing chad so you got you got the women's lib movement right we were jerry uh jerry clower right mm. long time ago he talked about that and of course they would talk about how uh you know a woman is more than just sexual or more than just housekeeper more than you know all that and and you look at what drag does to women it literally just takes two aspects of a woman it yeah. takes the sexual side and the 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 very you know crazy high fashion you know they're wearing these gaudy dresses lots of makeup those are only two things they take from the qualities of a woman and the left is saying that is okay to teach children yeah. that's teaching children what a woman is only those two aspects it, and you know if if any anybody which no one is but if anybody was to come out and say oh yeah you know women are just you know they have two purposes and they had a Trump flag in their yard. Of course, they'd be a horrible person. They mm. need to be canceled and all this because they said a stupid thing. But of course, drag can literally present that in everything they do. And the left embraces that. What I would say is a demeaning characterization of women. Yeah. And it's the ultimate, as you're saying, it's the ultimate objectification of women. Mm -hmm. Right. It, it breaks it down to that least common denominator of, OK, a woman is about the way she dresses, the makeup she puts on and what her genitalia entails. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's interesting. We've made a point on this show before about how, you know, you go to the pride parades like in in West Hollywood. They they don't want drag queens participating in the in the pride parades because the transgenders think that that's an abomination against what their real medical and psychological situation and state is right mm. so it, it's there's a big fight over all this stuff but you bring this out and people say you know that i've had people say you know i've got images of the kid putting uh currency putting dollar bills whatever denomination it is in somebody's underwear and they're like that's photoshopped right it's not photoshopped folks no. not no. photoshopped um i tell you what let's do let's go to a break hang tight um got another guest for the next segment that i want to bring you back uh before we go to break folks uh when i see what's happening in the world today obviously you hear me talking about it i'm very concerned the system crashes everyone will suffer except for the folks who wisely invested in a long-term emergency food storage we see this coming folks food storage food storage food storage i'm keep keep banging this drum i strongly urge you to go to my special website preparewithchad.com you're going to find a special deal where you can save 150 dollars on a three-month emergency food kit from my friends over at my patriot supply the food kit contains a wide variety of delicious meals enough to last three solid months per person plus these meals provide more than 2,000 calories a day so you're going to get that strength and energy you need listen up folks this kit is something every american family will wish they had go to preparewithchad.com Claim your $150 savings per kit. Your order is going to ship fast and free. It's going to arrive discreetly in unmarked boxes for privacy. Preparewithchad.com. What did I say? Go to preparewithchad.com, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. Uh, as you know, we, we've got a lot of great sponsors and folks that really help us to make this show uh, available to you. Obviously, we can't do it for free, and uh, but we don't just bring anybody to you. We if, we if somebody's a sponsor of this show, we build a relationship with them. We we vet them and their services. It, we try to build 
a relationship? Because we don't believe in referrals and resumes and, and recommendations as much as we do relationships. And so we try to build those relationships and make sure that whenever we bring an ad to you or a sponsor, that, that you can enter into a relationship with them as well. And we do it with full integrity, knowing that these people are going to take care of you. So we're, we're proud of that. Every now and then we get an opportunity to bring some of these sponsors onto the show and and I don't even think of them as sponsors. We get to introduce them as friends. And so you've heard us talk about Crowd Health. Crowd Health is a revolutionary service that is changing the game when it comes to how you pay your medical bills. And I'm excited to bring on uh, the CEO of Crowd Health, uh, Andy Schoonover. Andy, welcome to the show, man. You're on vacation. You look rested. You doing good? I'm I'm good, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, man, I appreciate you so much, and we appreciate the, what you guys are doing. It's more than a business to me. It's, it's a service, what you guys are providing. How did you get started with this company, with Crowd Health, and, and what's the point, what's the purpose, and, mm-hmm. and, and how do people benefit from it? Yeah, it's not only a service. It's really is a mission for me. Yeah. Um, and it started back a few years ago. I had sold my previous company and, as such, didn't have health insurance, uh, so I thought that I could the only place to go was healthcare.gov. I was pretty naive at the time. So I went over to healthcare.gov and got a plan for me, my wife, and my two girls. And um, it was 1200 bucks for the four of us. And it worked great until I had to use it. Uh, my little one, who was one at the time, was having recurring ear infections. And so went to the ear, nose, and throat doc who said you needed tubes in her ears. So we went to the local hospital, got tubes in her ears. 15-minute procedure was eight thousand dollars and i was mm. like holy crap eight thousand dollars for 15 minutes I just, at least i have health insurance um so little did i know i was going to get a note in the mail a couple weeks later actually about a month later and it's from my health insurance uh and said it was medically unnecessary so they weren't going to pay for it so i got stuck with an eight thousand dollar bill i had to stroke that check to the local hospital and as mm. you can imagine i was pissed Mm. Um, and after a bunch of research, I found out this is happening to a lot of people. I mean, you and I are in, in Texas, one of out of every five claims for healthcare.gov plans in Texas get denied. So you have a 20% chance of getting denied for your claim. And I got denied. I was one of the, the five and it was cost me $8,000, you know, and I was like, man, that's just not right. It's not right that these health insurance plans can say, we'll take care of you. But then when you really need them, they don't. So and, and that's you, how I started Crowd Health. And you guys, and you guys, obviously you jumped into this. It became a mission for you. And so many people have this type of nightmare uh, scenario happen to them and they become victims. And it really is truly, you're getting screwed by the government in a big way, as well as what I call healthcare tyranny. Uh, we've seen that over and over again. Yeah. Um, it, and it, you're over a barrel. There's nothing you can do. It's arbitrary in some ways. There's no way to justify these high prices. And it's, you know, all these people are, you know, whether it's the pharmaceutical company, the medical company, the doctors, all these insurance companies are all playing, you know, this monopoly. And we're stuck with the bill at the end of the day. How did you get started? And ultimately, what do you guys offer? Sure. You, you, you call it a tyranny. And I agree with that. I call it a cartel. Mm. And I think that's you know, even more accurate. I mean, you're right. All these people are, are kind of ganging up the the folks like me and, and you and, and American. Actually, 250,000 people who had health insurance last year went bankrupt due to a medical event. I mean, you have health insurance and you're going bankrupt. Mm. Again, it's, it's just not right. So the way that we do it is um, each one of our members put money into a bank account every month. It's an FDIC insured bank account. You put in a couple hundred bucks a month 
Um, and then if somebody else in the, the community has a health event, so let's just say Chad's son has a broken arm um, and it's $6,000, Chad would be responsible for the first 500 bucks of it or commit to paying the first 500 bucks of it. And then we would go 50 to 55 other people and say, hey, would you throw in 100 bucks for Chad's son's broken arm? Um, so in, in essence, what we're doing is we're crowdfunding each one of these bills. And so then the question is, okay, well, why would somebody, you know, voluntarily give me money for my health bill? Um, you know, most we see on GoFundMe or whatever, and there's a childhood leukemia or something like that. So why would I give to, to Chad's broken arm? It's not really a, a heart tugger. Um, we have a, a generosity score internally that says, hey, how many times out of 10 have you agreed to help somebody else in the community? Um, and we will, uh, promote, we will, we will, uh, display that, that, uh, generosity score, that reputation score when you ask for a health event. So let's mm -hmm. just say that I say no, nine out of 10 times when my daughter needs, uh, money for a broken arm, uh, crowd health will go out to everybody in the community and say, Hey, Andy's daughter needs $5,500 for a broken arm. And he's a 10 out of a hundred. Uh, generosity score, which means he gives one out of every 10 times. The probability that that person is going to fund Andy, since I'm a crappy member of the community, is next to zero. Mm -hmm. So there's this reputation score, much like Amazon or eBay or Google reviews, right? Like they know if you're a, a good member of the community or not. And that's uh, what really drives this. So we've had a couple hundred bills that we've crowdfunded to date. We've crowdfunded them in an average of about four days. Um, and it works really, really well. So me and my family is on it. Um, everybody at Crowd Health is on it. Um, and we've taken care of $50 pediatrician bills and $200,000 brain hemorrhages. So um, it really is working great. Generosity with a little altruistic peer pressure. I like it. That's a good plan. I like it, right? And you know what? Yeah. If you get the bureaucracy out of the way, the bureaucrats out of the way, and it's going to work. And I've seen it happen over and over again because the community out there, people do want to help each other, man. They do want to yeah. help each other. So I appreciate what you guys are doing. I want to let you get back to your vacation. Thank you. And uh, But crowdhealth.com. Uh, is is where people can go and they'll give you the first couple of months for like 99 bucks right yeah. now when you sign up with our promo code so andy thank you for doing what you're doing man god bless you brother hey what if you could have your health care put back in your own hands instead of being sold to the highest bidder politicians big pharma and health insurance companies make enormous profits at the expense of your own health that's why crowd health works it's not health insurance you can see any doctor you want pay the first 500 dollars and submit any bills from there the crowd health community takes care of the rest. No doctor networks, no huge premiums or deductibles. Best of all, no surprises. This is a game changer in the community health care industry. You pay one low monthly total. It's less than $200 a month for most people. Stop paying health insurance companies your hard-earned money. Go to joincrowdhealth.com now. Experience freedom from health insurance. Right now, you can get your first six months for just $99 a month. That's almost 50% off the normal price and a lot less than a high-deductible health care plan. Go to joincrowdhealth.com. Use promo code CA. H-A-D. I spell it Chad. That's joincrowdhealth.com. Promo code Chad. Crowd Health is not health insurance. It's a totally different way of paying for health care. Terms and conditions may apply. Welcome back, everybody. You know, it's that time of the show where I wax eloquent, you know, and just blow you away with all of my uh, knowledge. 
<laughs> Folks, it's a fairly regular occurrence on this program that I take you on a whirlwind trip of the imagination into a different place in time, and today is one of those days. It might not shock you to hear that the place and time we're visiting today seems so far back that it has gained near mythical proportions in the hearts and minds of those who wish they could return to it. You may recall that uh, once upon a time, Donald Trump was the president of this country, and while he was president, we as a nation became energy independent. Yes, while the Greta Thunbergs of the world were railing about climate change and screaming, how dare you, we were fueling, literally fueling an economy that has not only been the greatest force for humanitarian good in the world, but also the greatest force for the good of the climate in the world. Now, it might seem counterintuitive, you know, if you're stupid. Uh, these were the bright times, and maybe someday we'll see them again. But meanwhile, along came Uncle Biden, you know, Lunchbox Joe, and without so much as buying the economy dinner, he bent it over the table and sniffed its hair. Not only are we not energy independent at this stage, we are, in fact, under the thumb of energy providers in other places around the world once again. Let's start with Saudi Arabia which has historically been an ally of convenience because of their oil, despite their ugly record on human rights violations. Under the Trump administration, we were free from having to support them. And instead of liberals celebrating the fact that we weren't sending money to people who routinely throw gay dudes off the buildings, well, you know how the whole thing goes. But now in the midst of a crisis, that was not only preventable, but could still be fixed if he just opened our drilling sites. Joe Biden is going hat in hand to start buying oil from Saudi Arabia again. And you might think that doesn't have ramifications beyond the fact that it might bring gas prices down temporarily, but upsetting the apple cart in that part of the world is always a shaky proposal at best. And we never toss over the apple cart harder than when we step back from the world-leading position that we fought to maintain. Now, guess which two countries just became besties largely over oil? Iran and Venezuela. They just signed a 20-year economic and military cooperation agreement. That's right. They've been helping each other out through the global economic crisis lately and decided to get the band back together. And guess what the thing they have most in common with each other is? They hate us. Now, look, part of that is happening because recent negotiations to re-up the Iran nuclear deal fell through. And that, of course, isn't an entirely bad thing. But I guarantee you that the majority of it is simply the following. The state of world politics is never more than one asshole or two away from a total worldwide war. The UN can't stop that. NATO can't stop that. Even we can't necessarily stop that, but we're the best hope of it, or at least we used to be. Now, when Joe Biden goes crawling on his hands and knees to Saudi Arabia to try to fix the gas price issue that's going to get him and his buddies thrown out of office instead of fixing the problem at home, what does that say to nations abroad who hate our guts? Folks, we can't afford as a nation to project this kind of weakness on the world stage. It has to stop. Because if it doesn't, we're just going to be dust in the wind. Yet another nation state that's fallen for future historians historians to look back on and wonder what went wrong. History is not going to be kind to Joe Biden. Where are we sitting here as the state of Texas? I mean, we're we're an energy leader, aren't we? Yeah. Don't we have a lot of stuff here? We could provide some resources. Yeah, most people would be really thankful for uh, having all the natural gas and everything under our feet uh, to help provide for our economy, our our uh, business. I mean, everything. And instead, you got people even in the state of Texas that still want to depend on green energy. And what I've tried to communicate to them. Somebody makes money off producing energy. And if it's green energy, they're making money. Yeah. If it's oil and gas, we're making money. Why not be happy we have it? Every other state, every, let's just say this, every other country wishes, maybe except for Saudi Arabia, wishes they had 
what was underneath our yeah. feet here in Texas. And instead of taking advantage of that as Texans, we still have a plan to focus on green energy and prop up all these other countries and companies. It's yeah. a mess. I, it's almost like saying, hey, you know, I got $100,000 in the bank, but I think I'm going to go borrow it from the, the, the local gangster yeah. and then owe him. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then maybe he'll come break my legs if I forget to make And then once payment. I pay off his loan, I'll talk to him. You know, and tell yeah. them, thank you, and I don't think I need it anymore. No, yeah. we, we just go more and more. I mean, you look at this graphic that's up here on the screen. Mm-hmm. You know, 48.7% gasoline, 37.8%, uh, you know, airline fares. You see the numbers that go on and on. Utility gas service up 30%, 16% used vehicles, uh, 14%, um, you know, all the meat, the poultry, the fish, the eggs. Um, on and on and on it goes. Uh, 4% for medical care down at the bottom everything is up but again they, these guys don't care about money they, they don't care about deficits they don't care about debt well when you get 10 percent for the big guy it's really hard to worry <laughs> about things like that right i mean you just got to work that into your financial planning what's uh i mean thank god <laughs> put you on the spot here brian thank god we've got such a great conservative governor here in the state <laughs> did i laugh at that i don't know <laughs> i mean you're headed down to the texas gop convention mm-hmm. um and uh, I've heard some stories of protesters that are already there actually defecating on the sidewalks outside of the building. Well, that's what the left likes to do is, <laughs> I guess, mark their territory. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, uh, one thing I will tell you, you know this, um, I'll be uh, at my booth. I'm one of the few state, rape, state reps that have a booth. But I'm going to have one there pushing this no Democrat chairman. I mean, think about it. In Texas, 2022, yeah. we're asking Republicans to not give power away to Democrats that they don't earn on Election Day. Yeah. What a you know, crazy idea to ask Republicans. But yeah. It's an uphill battle. It, to it, stop again, this. You're, you're dealing with the same Democrats that shirked their responsibility during the, you know, mm-hmm. the session and took off to Washington, D.C. to hide under Nancy Pelosi's skirt. And we're going to keep giving them power and say and the ones who get to determine, yeah. you know, different things that are happening. Um, now, Beto's a nut, right? Yeah. I mean, he, he is. He's a radical left wing nut. And so I've been asking people, tell me what's different between beto and the other democrats in texas because they all want to be like him they all want him to show up to their fundraiser why is he any different and they're going to make them chairman in the texas house yeah it's insanity and uh you know i again you saw the debacle after the uvalde shooting when uh, o'rourke came in and interrupted the press conference and and you know i i know that they were there to do a certain piece of business but i do wish greg abbott would have looked him in the eye at least once and and you know said something back to him or at least just giving him the eye little look him in the eye do you know what's interesting is is when he did that a lot of people didn't really talk much Mm -hmm. uh, or get up like dan patrick and and ted cruz spoke to him but they didn't move the the mayor of uvalde was the the hardest on him he probably is a democrat i mean if you're a mayor in south texas even though it's nonpartisan, he's probably a democrat but he he told him to get out of there said this is wrong you're out of order and if he wasn't on that walker i bet he would have been off that stage getting him out of there right i was like there's a guy that's probably a democrat he's the one probably you know handling handling this appropriately yeah i uh i you know i it's going to be interesting to see what happens come november you know, a lot of people just assume Greg Abbott's going to be in for a third term. Mm-hmm. But we've seen what happens when you make those kind of assumptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we saw it with the presidential election. Uh, it, so who knows? And they're going to funnel a lot of money in mm-hmm. uh, for the O'Rourke campaign. That's for sure. Yeah. 
Oh, absolutely. And then we're going to have some crisis. You know, yeah. I mean, there's going to be a crisis that, um, you know, Biden and them, I don't know what it could be. I mean, monkeypox isn't really catching hold, but they'll do something, try to scare people into saying, yeah. oh, this is why we have to vote for Democrats. But their problem is they haven't fixed anything. The Democrats can't really look to voters and say, uh, look at what we've done to fix this problem. They've literally created 10 problems for everyone they've tried to fix. Not fixed, just tried. And, yeah. and what's sad about Republicans is we have just a, a ripe field for a harvest to, to show people that our ideas win. And we still are kind of sitting back doing nothing mm -hmm. and not advancing our agenda. I mean, you hear people saying that, you know, um, Governor Abbott and others, political figures are, you know, worried about their presidential runs. So they're maybe not as aggressive to protect Texas and Texans and uh, like DeSantis is. And um, so I don't know. It, it's going to be a mess come yeah. november guarantee it right because the prices everything is yeah. getting worse people are, aren't going to be able to afford things i mean their 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 pay isn't going up right. the small business owner they work for they can't afford this i mean it's it's going to be probably get worse before it gets better unfortunately yeah i mean if you just go buy an electric car it will solve everything <laughs> yeah right i yeah. mean again i and i saw a, a video yesterday of a, of a guy talking about how you know again that goes back to fossil fuels i mean you've got to burn coal at some point in time to generate this energy to charge that electric car so it's like trading cigarettes yeah. for smoking crack. well don't don't tell the left that they're not supposed to that no. hurt their feelings yeah so. they can they're not going to drag yeah they haven't worked that into their equation De yet yeah, they're not deducting that <laughs> syllogism uh, let's sell something here, Chris, uh, before we go to a break. The three-week rule, you hear me talk about it. It's the best financial advice I can give you. Uh, wait three weeks to buy that new car. Wait three weeks to refinance your home mortgage. Wait three weeks to finance any major purchase. Three weeks is because that's how fast the average ScoreMaster user takes to boost his or her credit score. An average of 61 points. Listen, folks, 61 points added to your credit score can save you tens of thousands uh, on everything you finance. ScoreMaster technology was developed by credit data scientists to boost your credit score higher and faster than you thought possible. It is so easy. It just takes about a minute to get started. You don't have to wait months to try for your best credit score. Uh, get it boosted up there. Try ScoreMaster today. See how many plus points you can add to your credit score. Go to scoremaster.com slash Chad. Scoremaster.com slash Chad. I'm going to tell you one more time. Scoremaster.com slash Chad, and we'll be back. I can only imagine, Brian, the uh, emails and voicemails and stuff like that you get from you played one from your you, you shared one with me from your personal cell phone mm -hmm. um, <laughs> of somebody talking about how um, the uh, <laughs> I, let's do it. Do you mind? Can, you go for can it. Can we do it? I mean, it's on your personal phone um, here. Let me turn the volume well, up here. Uh, me and the gentleman on the phone, we, we agreed on something. Go ahead. Here we go. Hello, I'm just calling as a Texan, born and raised, letting you know that your views on drag entertainment and our pride festivals with children, your views are stupid, ugly, and ignorant, just like you and your entire Republican Party. Now, I just want to let you know there are bigger problems than children seeing drag, because let's get real, we're just princesses. And that's something you will never be. 
get rid of guns in schools and you'll have a lot safer of a world. So we hate you. We hope you lose. And I never want to see your face again. Bye. Yeah. So apparently I'm not going to be a princess. You're not going to be a princess. I mean, I would like to learn that in person, not through voicemail. Yeah. But that's just me. <laughs> All your dreams have been yeah. dashed uh, and scattered on yeah. the rocks. I was like, I, 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 I mean... I didn't, but I should have called that young man back and told him we agree. We see eye to eye. But you know, I'm that guy be... left the voicemail. He said, you know, drag entertainment. He, he referred mm-hmm. to it as drag entertainment and talked about, you know, involving children. And I mean, they're they're unashamed about it mm-hmm. and what they're going to do. <clears throat> that, I mean, they have every intention of, of again, making sure that kids are exposed to this. Oh, yeah. Well, there there is NAMBLA. It mm-hmm. exists. North American Manboy Love Association. All through the past 30 years every time there's been a push to advance anything with the gay agenda they've been a part of it pushing Mm. so you might find because i've had i had one call from a guy he's he told me he uh, told me he was a homosexual from dallas county and he said he totally agreed with me that drag was not appropriate for children he thanked me for the idea for the bill so you're going to have some people that realize Kids don't need to be around this. But the problem is there's an element in there, this NAMBLA, they see an avenue and they're hopping on to advance it further. And like I say, they have advanced their agenda further than Christians have held on to their values. Look at what we've, I mean, look at where we're at. I I, I tell people this. I read a book somebody had, I can't remember the name of it right now. Uh, It was like 20 years ago. I think maybe the gospel according to the Simpsons or something. But what I was talking about is how in the in the nineties, you remember there was a big stink for Southern Baptists, couldn't let your kids watch the Simpsons and all that. Yeah. And then fast forward to today, it's probably the most family friendly show on television. Hundred percent. Nuclear family. There's no main LGBTQ character. I yeah. mean, it's it's crazy how we've changed. Yeah. Yeah, we we've drifted so far from all of that stuff, and 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 you're right. So you basically you're talking about a subcategory of a category. There's an element in these communities. Look, there's an element. I, I saw I saw a uh, picture yesterday. Somebody sent it to me. Of you know, people are holding an F Biden's flag up, and they've even got children out in front of there, and the, and the women are scantily clad, turn around, turning their rear ends towards whoever they were. And they're all flipping off, including the children are flipping off whoever the protesters are. And I was like, that's equally wrong. Yeah. Right. That That's still exposing the children to vulgarity and, and a behavior that's not should mm-hmm. not be acceptable in decent society. Uh, so, you know, there's an element in, in every group that's out there that you're just stupid. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just stupid, for but lack of still, better terms. You still can't get them to say it's wrong. Right. When they send you the pictures, or like me, they tagged a bunch of pictures on, on Twitter and everything, um, uh, of, of kids at Hooters. Yeah. Okay. And and I'm like, okay, great. Will you, we, we start with the issue at hand. Is it wrong for children to be in drag? Is it wrong for them to, to be there at the event, doing participating with them and all that? Is that wrong? They won't answer. Right. They just want to bring up all this other stuff and it's like and it's kind of how conversations go in america no one ever talks about an issue finishes it and moves on to another topic they just keep throwing in all kinds of mess the whole time and it's like we're not accomplishing anything you're not saying this is wrong and in matter of fact you're saying this is wrong you know a restaurant where women dress like this you're saying this is wrong 
So why is that worse than this? And right. then, of course, there's no explanation, no conversation, just maybe some death threats and yeah. things like that. <laughs> what's the best? What's the best way for people to help you? Obviously, keep you where you are, keep you in office. We know that, um, and I encourage people that they need to do it. Look, you're not a career politician. Mm-hmm. That's the beautiful thing about what no. you do and who you are. You've Don't got put the right, your hope in man. Yeah, I mean, you've got your values that are in the right place, but I think you were the person in that spot for this season, the right person. Can people help you at this point as far as this bill goes? Or um, Well, sure. Um, one, uh, you can go find me on Facebook, Twitter, follow me, help me you know uh, share it with others and and as we get closer to session we're going to need help getting other republicans on board the first step you know we're going to have to get republicans to stop giving democrat chairman away if we're going to do this they can go to brianslayton.com and uh, if they wanted to donate they can do that um and and that's ways they can help me directly but also how they can help if uh we just had more people praying yeah asking god what do you want me to do and just do it yeah get be be willing to go do whatever it is because our country's not going to fix itself it is not well chris likes to surprise me uh right about now with a tiktok and based on the topic of this episode i can only imagine what we're about to see let her rip okay story time so i'm a preschool teacher and we have no curriculum it's whatever i want to teach whatever my co-teacher wants to teach but um we do get planning we get to figure out what we want to teach um but we've been wanting to plan a field trip to the Seattle Center. We're right in Queen Anne. Um, so we are going to go to the Seattle Center. And I decided, well, let's go on my birthday. That would be fun. It's a fun thing to do on my birthday. Why not? And then we decided, okay, yeah, we're going on my birthday. And I'm like... Uh, one of my co-teachers said something. Well, we had we should have them wear the same color, so it'll be easy to see them. We we are having parents come to help, but I was like, why don't we just get the rainbow lays from um, Dollar Tree? <laughs> and that's semi part of my gay my gay agenda. This is my gay agenda. I don't know what you guys think the actual gay agenda is. But my gay agenda is having my students wear rainbow lays on my birthday as we go to the Seattle Center. There you go. I mean, more and more we're just seeing this stuff. I mean, I, God only knows who we're sending their people, their kids. It makes you not even want to have TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> makes you definitely don't want to send your kids to school. But yeah, I, I don't yeah. know what school once she's at or I don't know uh, who is sending their kids to be under her tutelage. Think pre-K. Yeah. Pre-K. This is four and five-year-olds. Right. They're, you're trying to help them. Write their letters, numbers, because I have a four-year-old. Uh, he's about to be four in a few weeks. You're trying to help them put words together. You know, just communicate, learn how to interact with their friends, the basics, yeah. what childhood. You want them – and the fact, she has an agenda, and especially if you're a Christian, I think her agenda is is not concerned with his development as a child. She wants him to do something contrary to your biblical values. Yeah. I mean, golly. It's, I mean, that's what it is. Uh, it's a crazy world. Yeah. Hang tight. We'll be right back. All right. <clears throat> Losing my voice. Thanks, Brian, for being on the show. BrianSlayton.com. 
Make sure you're following him on all the socials. BrianSlayton.com, that one-stop shop for that District 2 guy right there. Uh, check out everything he's doing. We're praying for you. Thanks, Chad. And um, God bless you, brother, and appreciate you and your friendship as well. The uh, place I want you to go watch Chad.com for all the fun stuff is. Find us out on the road. We're out having fun. You might as well come have some fun with us. We're trying to keep ticket prices as low as possible so uh, you guys can come out there in this crazy economy and still have a few laughs. Uh, Come on. Go to uh, blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad and get our overtime. It's important. We're sharing some important topics. I want you to join us. We will see you tomorrow. We love you. God bless you. Talk to you then. Bye.